Do you like to help others? I mean, you know, this could be something big, maybe an expensive gift or a, a big loan or something. Or maybe, you know, I think of an act of sacrifice like getting out of our car in a driving rain to help somebody with a flat tire or some kind of car problem. But, you know, it's also something as simple as just a smile and a warm hello. There's just something about helping somebody out that makes us feel good inside. Now, have you ever wondered why almost everybody feels good helping somebody out? Now, I know I feel good when I can help somebody out, but you know, sometimes it seems like I get distracted by other priorities and I just don't help out as much as I should. So I'd like to pause for just a moment and consider these discussion questions. When was the last time you helped somebody out? You know, just kind of think in the back of your mind, well, who, when did I help somebody out or do something for somebody else? And then the, the follow-up to that is, how did you feel inside? Let's just take a moment and consider those two questions. Well, that kind of leads us to, a, to wondering what motivates people to help others? I mean, some, some people do it because of their religion, but it seems like many people do it just because they, they want to do good. So this desire to do something good or to help somebody out seems to be deeper than just perhaps our religious beliefs. But why? Why ever do we help others? However we do that, we all seem to feel good about it. It's, it's like somehow human beings are designed or programmed or put together in such a way that we just feel good when we can help others out. So let's take a closer look. According to Stephen Post, who's a PhD, a director at the Center for Medical Humanities, and he's a professor at Stony Brook University in New York, there are numerous scientific studies about the medical benefits we get from helping others. And the interesting part I found was the, the benefits that we get when we receive help from others. According to a study in 2013, doing good work de decreases the stress in our lives. And then there was a study at the University of Buffalo that found that doing good works contribute to a longer life. James Fowler um, at the University of California found that doing good gives us what he called a helper's high. You know, you, you, you get a high from helping other people. You know, you know it's like when you, when you do exercise, uh, exercise reduces, releases endorphins in your body and it gives you that good feeling all over. And so helping others has a similar effect on our bodies. So here's a longer list of the benefits. Uh, it decreases stress, uh, helps us to live longer. We feel better. We're happier at work. Our mental health is better, we're happier, and the more we help others, the more we want to help others. And so it's just so interesting that not only does helping others benefit us, the doers, the receiver also gets a, a, a boost. Now we have this preponderance of evidence that confirms the benefits of helping others. It also confirms the idea that human beings are programmed or designed or put together so that we feel this way. So how did this come about? It, it seems like too strong a correlation to be an accident or a coincidence of evolution. You know, we believe that God is the creator of all. And so hear these words from the first book in the Bible, 
Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Now, this is a powerful statement that speaks to how we're put together. God was very careful how he created us so that we're capable of growing into his people. The Apostle Paul said it this way in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, For we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand to be our way of life. So Paul is taking this idea one step further by saying that God created us for helping others, for that's the way that for that to be the way that we live. And so let's just take just a moment and consider this discussion question. How would your life be different if your number one priority was doing good works? sure that my life is, would be different. So Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan in Luke uh, chapter 10 starting at verse 25 and it's a good story so you can read that in your own personal devotion time but Jesus told of a person that was beaten up by robbers and was left for dead on the road and then sad to say some good church people passed him by and some other travelers passed him by but a person who was a hated and dis disgusting foreigner, a foreigner that the people of that region would have really not liked at all, that foreigner stopped and took care of this man. And Jesus pointed out that the foreigner was neighbor to the beaten man, even though he's from a different country. So that's pretty serious stuff, right? Well, on the lighter side, here's a verse that I found to be just a little more humorous. It comes from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds. It sure sounds to me like the writer Hebrews has a sense of humor. Let's provoke one another to do good works. Well, life would sure be different if we could focus on doing those good works. But you know, there's competing influences. Our human nature just seems to come out. Our desire to help others seems to get pushed aside. And so let's just take just a moment and consider this discussion question. What kinds of things distract you from doing good? Well, we have good news, right? We have a loving God that cares for us so much. He knows that we need help. So hear these words. These words come to us from John chapter 14 starting at verse 16 and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate one who will never leave you he is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth so here we have Jesus promising to leave the Holy Advocate the Holy Counselor the Holy Companion with us to give us strength and guidance so that we can be lifted up from our human nature and be people who live wisely helping others and reaping those benefits. The Apostle Paul describes how the Holy Advocate helps us in Galatians chapter 5 starting at verse 22. By contrast, and that would be by contrast to our human nature, the fruit of the Spirit, that which we get from the Holy Comforter, the Holy Counselor, 
The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And that gives us such a dramatic picture of how God wants us to live. Jesus comes to us and he knocks on our door asking for us to open that door and let him guide us to a better way of living, a way to live more wisely, feeling good about helping others and having that peace in our heart that passes all human understanding. So as we wrap up this series on living wisely, let's consider the other ways that we've talked about where God helps us to live more wisely. We've talked about the skill or the art or the ability to make good decisions. We've talked about having good values that help us in making those good decisions. We talked about like the Olympics where we need to stretch forward, we need to stretch to do better. And then today we talked about good works. So as we consider our closing questions, let's also think about the which area of these living wisely thoughts or ideas you found most helpful. So let's pause for just one moment and consider which of those four you found to be most helpful and then ultimately, do you like to help others? I've shared some thoughts about how helping others is one part of living wisely. And we really have been put together to do good works and then to feel good about it. What do you think? Are you searching? Are you struggling? Would you be willing to build up your spiritual strength to be a beacon of peace and hope for others? I'd like to hear your thoughts. If this is during the premiere time, you can put a note in the chat box. You can call or text me at 517-588-8415. You can send me an email. You can fill out the, the Calmo connection card. All that information is at the bottom of your screen. Maybe you'd like to just talk about your values or good works or, and God. Um, ways that you can further your relationship with God. Well, let's talk. I'd love to explore this topic with you. Or maybe you have a friend or, or you know someone that's struggling. Well, share this message with them and suggest that they reach out. I'd love to talk with them. And we can explore together how God loves us so much and is just waiting to help us live into a relationship that fills us with peace and hope. How He sustains us in a troubled and broken world and helps us to make a difference around us. And now for our wisdom challenge. Spend five minutes each day, just five minutes, at least five minutes, or squeeze in two minutes, whatever. Think about the last time that you helped somebody out and then think about how you felt afterwards. Talk with God, thank Him for His love, and then ask Him to give you another opportunity to help somebody out. And more than anything else, talk with God often. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the same thing. I said, post a reminder, someplace where it says, just do it so that you remember to spend those few minutes in prayer, communicating with God and, and building that relationship with Him. And I pray that the awesome love and care of God the Father, Jesus our Lord and Savior, and the power of the Holy Spirit help you grow in relationship with Jesus Christ and grow in peace and hope in wisdom, to be able to stand up with confidence in a lost and troubled world and develop those wise values for life. Amen. Check us out next week as, as we 
start checking into security and how God guides us in issues of security in our lives. God is great. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for being such a loving God and giving us so many pointers and so much help to live wisely. God, help us to listen to you and hear your words for us. And Lord, we pray that you reveal the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Companion, so that we might receive that warmth that comes from you. We pray these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. And friends, feel the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit this day as we are forgiven and adopted as God's holy children. God gives that everlasting boost that we sometimes need to get back on track, to grow in curiosity and wisdom. Open your heart and feel the warmth and blessings of His love. Amen and amen. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Bye for now.